Welcome to Real Talk Wrestling. Oh, man, that wasn't what I was going to do. I was going to say, good evening, wrestling fans. Um, my name is, I'm changing up, changing everything up, guys. Change, just like Jericho, I need a new um, outlook on life. I need new everything. Um, new Josh. Um, anyway, so welcome in, wrestling fans. We are going to speak about AEW tonight. <clears throat> of course, the amazing show um, last night. It was by far. I've never seen a show. Amazing show. I'm I'm super positive tonight because last night's show, AEW show, was the best show I've seen in a very long time. And what I mean by that is, holy crap, last week's show was so awful. Anything could have made this. Anything could have been a perfect 10 on this show. Last week was the yeah. lowest of the lows. This week was the highest of the highs in a long time. So we're here to talk about that. Before that, um, follow me on threads. <clears throat> Twitter is no longer my thing. Twitter is gone out of my life. Uh, Josh Kimmel OUS on threads. Um, Chris, are you over there yet? Are you on threads? I didn't even know what that was until today, yesterday. Because it launched yesterday. Yesterday yeah. was the first day. I'm on ground floor, baby. This is the aid. This is a revolution. This is the alternative to what you think social media is. This is, I'm on, I'm the Jericho of threads. I'm there first. I'm the star. I bring star power to threads. So follow me on threads, Josh Kimmel, LUS. If you're still on Twitter over there, sure, I'll, I'll log in once a day or whatever. You can interact with me. Chris, get on threads. Threads is way better. Another social media platform to keep up with. There's no bots. There's no limiting of my viewing of tweets. There's no, there's no, you don't go on Twitter enough to know that. Elon Musk no, ruined Twitter. <clears throat> anyway, we're not here to talk about Twitter. Wrestling, um, AEW in specific, man, what a great show. As you see on the thumbnail, we're going to talk about the greatest tag team of all time, MJF and Adam Cole. We're also going to talk about Chris Jericho's change, maybe. And we're going to talk about some WWE. Look, we're trying to expand oh. the audience here. Expand the audience. We need some WWE talk. I'm, I've, I've broken my silence about this. But first, let's get into our first topic, Chris. <clears throat> and that is MJF, Adam Cole. T talk about Talk about it, Chris. We were just talking about a pre-show, how awesome it is. Tell me what you love about this dynamic. I mean, I feel like this this dynamic, this tag team, it's everything I didn't know I needed in wrestling. You know, whenever they paired up, they were going to have their match uh, for the title. I was like, all right, that could be good. I mean, it's two good people. I don't know how much they're going to mesh, but whatever. I'll give it a shot. That The match they had exceeded expectations, I think, for most people, if not everybody. And then I was like, okay, well, that, that was so good. Like, I kind of want more, but I thought it was going to be like, there's the match. Okay, we're done. We're moving on. And I'm so glad they decided to keep this going and add more to it. Um, I, I think that's one of the few times, at least in recent memory, that I've literally laughed out loud while watching something in wrestling. because It was so goofy and so funny and entertaining. And it's like, this is really good. Like, now I want more. Like, I'm already looking forward to next week. Like, what are they going to do? Just their dynamic is is really good on screen. It's MJF. It's Adam Cole too. Adam Cole's great. There, you know, when they put these two together, I'm thinking, okay, good. Like you said, good match. <clears throat> I always thought there'd be a second match. There always is a second match. They always start Tony. If you notice, Tony starts every single feud with a Iron Man match or ladder match or something crazy. He always starts it with that. And then it goes on to, to to a second match or whatever. So I knew they were going to do it. I didn't know how long or how they would delay this match. This is a perfect way to do this. I remember last week, 
not being a fan of how can they coexist, pal? You know, how are they going to, how are they going to be together and they hate each other? It's typical WWE stuff. And I was down on it. I thought it was terrible, but this week proved me wrong. Started off with the video package, them in the gym, putting up 315 um, for you meatheads out there. And the three plates on each side is 315. I believe MJF can bench that. I don't, I, I know Adam Cole can't bench that. It's, it's okay, Adam. You know, I can't bench 315 either. Um, but I will say this. Those were 35 plates. Those were not 45s. So it wasn't 315. So MJF kind of lied to us. And how do you think they got the Adam Cole thing? Because they didn't take the plates off. There was people over there. There was, yeah, there, there was someone on each side helping him out. Because I noticed, I was like, is he really going to shock us and, and lift this? Like, is he just secretly super, super strong? Because MJF is built. And then Adam Cole, obviously not as big, but I noticed as soon as they did that, being a TV production student, you know, I always look at those things. I still, to this day, I look at the camera shots and that how are they framing stuff? And I, I, of course, instantly notice as soon as it was his turn, you couldn't see the very ends of it. You could only see him, which just told me there's people on the side, someone on each side, helping them lift it up and down if those were, in fact, real weights. So I was looking at it from a different perspective as a weight lifter, as someone that throws around a couple bench presses and deadlifts once in a while, I was looking at the muscles as in, are they going to strain? Is it going to actually hurt? Like whenever they go down and you see the stretch and you see the bicep and you see that's when you know it's real weight and MJF was actually showing that. So it was not 315. It, it doesn't matter. The point is this. It was awesome. It was a great dynamic. Didn't like the uh, fat guy joke. Didn't like it. <clears throat> it's not cool, guys. AEW, assholes. They could have done something easier. They could have done something where you make fun of a skinny guy trying to do a bicep curl or something like that. I don't like that kind of stuff. E either way, good stuff. I didn't like Adam Cole being heel at first. Hey, I got him to spot you, bro. And he just he's on his phone a lot. That's not something a babyface would do. A babyface would make sure that his guy is good. But it was still funny nonetheless. Um I want to see more of that. And they did say they're going to hang out again. So we're going to see another video. Cannot wait. What are, what are they going to do next? What is, do they announce what they're doing? And do you have a prediction of what they're going to do? I don't think they announced it. They just asked him if he wanted to hang out. And he said, yes. Um, as far as what they're going to do, geez, I don't know. I haven't even really thought about that. Like what are, what's something that MJF is going to want to go do? Because I have a feeling it's going to be him dragging Adam Cole along the whole time, obviously, right? Because Adam Cole's whole angle is he's not that interested in this friendship. But, he but he's is. putting up with them just for the sake of the tag team for now. For now, that's the dynamic right now, I feel like, if that may change down the road. But I don't know. It's it's a matter of like, what else does MJF, what are his interests that they would go do? How cool. How cool a bad spray be? tan? They're going to go cool? do... How how cool would this be? MJF, dinner at MJF's house. He brings Brit. They have a little fit. Like it could be like the office. Remember that uh, house party with Jim and Pam, oh. and they would. Oh yeah, <laughs> who does that? The most cringiest episode ever. How funny would this be if MJF brings them over? You know, cringe as hell. Brit and Adam are just like, oh, whatever. Like you know, that'd be pretty cool. Um, you're right. Spray tanning would be weird, uh, fun, weirdly funny. Um, yeah. They can do so much. They can do so much. And I hope they go a little bit more with this. In the, the blind tag team tournament, I hope they go far into it. 
They can't win it. They just can't win it. I don't see how or why they could win it to face the House of... Uh, who is the champions? FTR? FTR. That's how irrelevant the tag team champions are right now. By the way, I just want to let everyone know that. I told everyone FTR is useless. They, they're still useless. Yeah, Nobody but see, we're, we're not going to remember as much because they're on collision right now. And if we're not watching collision, you're not going to remember them as well. Useless. But but I think that's where both the belt, both the sets of belts are, if I'm not mistaken, because FTR is over there. And I, I think I saw something about Malachi Black in them. He wants to be on collision. So which I means your tag team and your trios champions are all on collision. Yeah, they should have definitely split that up. Um oh, we can't get to collision yet. <laughs> like we cannot dive into collision. Yeah, yeah, either. no, we'll we'll get there. We'll get there. Oh, that that's coming, guys, because that's bad i mean we all saw it coming everyone saw it coming yeah but more on that more on the mjf cole do you see a situation because we saw roderick strong in the back tell adam cole you know like watch out man that guy's a snake yada 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 and then adam cole's like whoa i got a text how many times you get a text and go i got a text oh and it's from my no no one says that i I was i just wish adam cole would have because AEW's good at this stuff they just subtly, oh, text, smile, <laughs> and then left. We would have known that was MJF. We would have known. I would have known. Yeah. I just want to see, because Adam Cole's showing interest in MJF. You're getting that, right? Like, even at the gym, you're showing interest. Um, during the match, he was showing interest. Um, even in that, when he got the text, he was like, oh, cool. Yeah, double clothesline. Yeah. Um, what did you think about MJF not getting tagged in? Him not getting he, tagged in? He kept on saying, tag me in, tag me in, and Cole would not tag him in. Cole would was finishing the job the whole time. MJF, was, he would not tag MJF back in. Didn't anyone notice that? Am I the only one? I brought that up to three different people today, and not one of them no, noticed No, I it. saw that too. That's something. That's a story right no, there. No, I, I definitely saw that too. Yeah, exactly. But it, I think it's just Adam Cole in the beginning. I think he's going to, yeah, maybe he's slightly interested in this whole dynamic with MJF, but for the most part, he's still keeping a lot of distance between the two of them. Like it's going to wear him down over time, but he's not there yet. So maybe he's slightly intrigued, but he's still keeping his guard up. And so he doesn't really trust MJF. He still doesn't like MJF completely, but I think it's, it's, he's going to have uh, MJF's going to have the Urkel effect on him. He's going to just keep chipping away, keep wearing him down. What if he does chipping away, wearing him down, then Cole finally buys in. Finally buys in. Heel Cole. They're a tag team. They're a duo. Whatever you want to call them. MJF finally snaps and beats the living hell out of Cole. Turns on him. He's a heel and brings up all these things. You didn't tag me in. You discredited me. Blah, blah. All these things I did for you. I brought you up here. I think that's where they have to go because you can't do a double turn. MJF works as a babyface. 1,000%. But we don't want to see him as a babyface. Adam Cole works as a heel. He should be a heel. I think he's a better heel than he is a baby face. But they're going to keep him baby face because they don't have strong baby faces. Think about all yeah. their baby faces. Who are they? Uh, you got Kenny. Well, you got Kenny, Hangman. Let's not say they're not strong. I don't know. What is Moxley? He's always in between. You, I, Moxley, I guess he's technically a heel, but... He's a heel. Technically, he's a heel. He, I, he still feels in the middle to me. He's a heel, no matter however one yeah. middle it is. He's a heel. Yeah, but okay, you got Kenny and Hangman right off the top. That's two very. They're not. 
Sorry, but Orange Cassidy's not the top of the pecking order. I, he's always he's on, on TV. TV. He's always he on TV. I don't know. He's top he's on... of the mid card. Who who's lost the match recent more recent? John Moxley or Orange Cassidy? I, I honestly don't know. More recent? I don't know. <laughs> not Orange, Orange Cassidy. Cassidy hasn't lost in a long time. Can we, Moxley's. Real, can I pivot real quick? Of course. To something. Where's the TNT title? Where was that at on, this week? It's it's on Collision. So they're doing Collision every week now. Yeah, they are. Did you hear okay. Christian? Did you hear Christian? Oh, you must have not heard Christian, but he uh, the reports of someone was angry and walked out of Collision angry because CM Punk was there. The very next week, Christian said, "I was he's on the mic. I was so mad last week. I stormed out of here." <laughs> so, like Christian's still doing his good work on Collision. We're just not watching. But okay. he played into the whole. Yeah, he's they're they're still doing a good job over there. I'm seeing the clips on Twitter. That title is way more relevant than the international title. Trust okay, me. I just wanted to make sure it wasn't disappearing off TV. I just I have not been able to catch Collision the last couple, well, really since episode one. Birthday but, bash, birthday bash. We have to we have yep. to get into the birthday bash before we move on. But what do you think about the birthday bash? The whole party was it too soon? Because remember, last week they were like, "I'm not teaming with him. I'm not teaming with him." This week they're best friends. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with MJF trying to be his best friend. But gosh, did, do you think they went over the top with the birthday thing or it was just right the right amount? Um, well, like we were talking pre-show, what do we like best about this episode? And I said, you know, everything MJF, Adam Cole, specifically before the match. That whole after, it just, it seemed like it wasn't needed. And oh, as soon as they brought the cake out, my immediate reaction is, well, that's going on someone's face. MJF is probably the one that's going to take that cake to the face because mm-hmm. that's always what happens. So I, was, I wasn't super high on that spot. I wasn't high on the spot with some random nobody's coming out, like getting the camera like, oh, here's the cake. Happy birthday. It's for you. Like, who the fuck yeah. are you? Um, well, he's I, some guy that's going to be relevant in five years. And then we're going to go back and, hey, look, it's he's, the MJF cake spot. He's not. That guy is not relevant. But, one of them. Maybe not all of them. One of them. Uh, one. But. But it was works. it was a little too long. I can one thousand percent understand. Not I understand why they did it, but it was too long. All they needed to do was have the entrance with MJF coming out like Adam Cole and then yep. doing the yep boom like that was everything was perfect. It was everything, so funny. That's all you had to lead. It, it reminded me. It reminded me seriously of my son, and I don't. This is a good thing. Where he, it's true. He does exactly what I do. He does exactly what I do. Um, he mimics me in any way. And then you see MJF mimicking Adam Cole, trying to get his approval, like, boom. And like, he's in his own world, trying to be cool. He's never looking at Adam Cole either. He's just like doing his own thing. And Cole's a whole time like, this is annoying. But <laughs> it's like an annoying little brother. Little yeah. brother, yeah. Not my son. You're right. Little brother. But I can't, my brother didn't want to be like me. I understand. <laughs> but, but you're right a little brother as much as a better comparison yeah and gosh it's just so good how he he does the boom better than adam cole and i love after the match i know you don't like it much after the match but he's like come on do the thing do the thing and he went down adam cole baby yeah, by the that way was funny too i'm buying that shirt when we go on in four weeks if it's still there yeah if it's still available i'm buying that shirt that's my Favorite shirt so far that they've come out with. I'm better than you, baby, because it's my favorite wrestler combined with not my favorite wrestler, but one of my favorites combined with the other. 
It's like the rock and sock connection, but better. Yes. I was thinking the same thing though, that I was going to buy that shirt when we go, if, if it's not one of those double, triple thick cotton shirts that we would never survive in down here in Florida. The Adam Cole shirt that we bought last time we went, wasn't that bad. I no, still wear it, it all the time. It, yeah. Yeah. Me too. It was an actual regular shirt yeah. rather so than the usual wrestling shirts, which are, you know, super hot and. No, nah, not anymore, pounds. man. If you if you pay attention, WWE went to Fanatics. Fanatics now does the WWE shirts, so they're actually pretty nice. Okay. Did you know that? Did you know Fanatics went to WWE? No. We like Fanatics. No, Fanatics is a good brand. That. Yeah, they they yeah. Ex- oh, exclusively Fanatics now. Yep. So if you ever want a wrestling I think the shirt, shirt is from Fanatics. Yep, of course it is. So if you ever want a wrestling shirt, WWE Fanatics owns or not owns it, but they are now the guys that make the shirts. And those shirts are awesome. So. I'm I'm actually debating whether or not to get the Adam Cole shirt or an NWO Wolfpack shirt for the for the fantasy football draft. I don't know. Either way, um, we're moving on. It's too much time on these guys. Blind tag team tournament, which leads into MJF and Adam Cole. I don't understand why we're seeing Keith Lee and Swerve back together. Which totally fine. They lost. They're out. Um, how coincidental that Darby Allen and Orange Cassidy are together. Whatever it is, what it is. Um, who else do we have in this tournament? I was wondering why we got Butcher and the Blade not in the same trios match. We saw Blade and we saw Butcher later. I was kind of weird. Well, because you notice the blind, that? Yeah, because it's the blind tag. I don't know why he had to even be in a match. The guy that was, who was it that was not in the blind Blade? eliminator tag? I don't know. The They all suck. I, I think it was Blade was in the blind eliminator tag and then butcher was not but then like he just didn't even need to be there you know no he didn't he was in that it pointless trios match tw- pointless 20 minute jobber match that thing yeah. went on forever like when i mean yeah. forever for i was like the lowest spot of the show but either way i don't understand how i don't i don't have a bracket I don't are they is there a bracket anywhere because they're still pulling out names like Matt Hardy was like, "Who's my partner?" I'm like, "Bitch, we're in the second round. Like, what are we doing? Are we <laughs> like, in the second round? I have no idea. I have no idea. Yeah, I don't. They haven't posted like an official bracket. I'm gonna look right now and see if we can find anything. Yeah, go ahead and try to find a bracket because I cannot find a bracket. Let's see. Because I thought they were still building some teams, like they were still filling out the bracket, although they had also already started the matches. Yeah, I mean, so so here's the thing. I thought we would have the bracket already, but they're still doing the thing in the back where here we're gonna find your names. It's like who is that guy that spins the thing with the creepy look on his face as he does it? That's RJ City, man. He does. Um, so I don't know who this guy is, but I've heard of him, and he did a he did a interview with Sky Blue apparently. That's getting all kinds of buzz on the internet, and man, she is not smart. No, (laughs) no, you gotta watch it. I saw some clips. She is. He made her look incredibly stupid which whatever she's like probably a 22 year old girl i mean what not 22 year old male or female is stupid at 22 years old we all are we yeah. all were so like he's like man that's a cool hat do you want tony khan to sell that hat um you know and you can make money off of it and she's like well my fans make their own and he's like do you want to make money in this business or like <laughs> well like are my fans are creative and they can make their own hats just like i do i make this hat myself it's like okay i get it I like Sky Blue. I'm glad they're pushing her. I've always liked yeah. her. She's actually a worker. That, uh, yeah. No, she's she's a really good wrestler, but that's 
Too bad to hear that she's not figured that out. Maybe she will, though. She'll figure it out. They'll point her in the right direction. It seems like they're really giving her a push. Yeah, it seems like they are. You didn't find a tournament? No, I, I looked it up, and all I see is names. Because like you said, there was Keith Lee, Swerve, Darby Allen, and Orange Cassidy. There was MJF Cole. Now there's Jeff Jarrett. That was Jarrett. the main one. Jeff well, Jarrett, Jeff Matt, Jarrett Hardy. Matt Hardy. Um, there was Daddy there was Magic. Magic. Yeah. In Blade or Butcher, whichever one it was. Whichever one it was, which was an immediate loss. Yep. And then there was... like who's Who else... I know earlier you're saying it, MJF and Adam Cole can't win, but like who would win this? <laughs> like this whole thing feels like a thing, a story for them. It seems like the way to do it is have the finals be Cole and MJF versus Orange Cassidy and Darby Allen. That's what yes. seems like it should be. Yes. Now we're not saying Adam Cole should get his rematch right away. What if it turns out we see MJF versus Darby Allen again at the next pay-per-view where Cole is kind of on his side and this finals leads to a few. I'm not saying it will, but man, it just seems so formulaic to have them tag team partners. They go through this tournament, they have recoiled and they fight in, in Wembley Stadium. But that's yeah. the main match. That's the draw. That is the match. That has to be the match at Wembley. It has to be. MJF versus Adam Cole? It has to be. Who okay. else is MJF going to headline that show with right now? When's that Wembley show next month? They're not going to have time. I don't know when that is because when is our show? It's, and I think it's in two months. They need, look, they can't, they, they have to have Cole and then MJF, but it seems like the finals are going to be MJF and Cole versus Darby. But I don't know who you're right. Who else is in the tournament? Who can face the AW world champion and Adam Cole? Yeah. Well, maybe, Maybe, like you said, maybe we get an Adam Cole heel turn along the way, and then you have your two heels versus your two baby faces in Darby Allen and Orange Cassidy. That seems like the only thing, because there's no other team that's even slightly relevant. Like, is Matt Hardy and Jeff Jarrett really going to go for an AEW title opportunity? No. I feel like they dropped the ball on this, as in there should have been better teams. Like, you could have put Wardlow together with, you know, who. Just think of some small guy. Like that that's always fun dynamic. You know, Wardlow and Vikingo or or um the fucking guy who runs on the ropes all the time. I, I'm not saying him, but oh by the way, you gotta watch Botchmania. You have to watch Botchmania. The dude that runs on the ropes all the time and he does his little flip. Yeah. Fucking botch, and they got it on Botchmania, baby. <laughs> <laughs> send send me send me the link to that one. I'll I'll check it out. Botchamania was pretty good this week, but yeah, they we don't know like what's Wardlow doing now, what's Powerhouse Hobbs doing, Nothing. what are these guys doing? Why are they not in the blind? Maybe they are. Maybe they're on Collision. We don't know because we don't watch Collision. Nobody watches Collision. I just I don't, don't see a team that can dethrone these guys. Yeah, I don't think can't. so. But who? It's like who makes the most logical sense to go face F, FTR at some point? Because what what are FTR? Are they heels or baby faces right now? They're trying to make them baby faces, but they're aligned with punk, so they're going to be heels. Yeah. So does that That's, mean that Darby and uh, your boy Orange Cassidy take the win and go face them? It just does. That just doesn't make sense in my book. Yeah. It just does not make. I, I don't. I don't know where anything's going to make sense. I feel like right with how it's set up right now, and maybe they'll figure something out along the way or pivot somehow. 
but like this whole thing just feels like it's not really about the tag team division. It's really about the singles division and Adam Cole and MJF. It is. That's what the whole, so there's really, I don't know, we can go back and forth over it, but I don't, I don't think there's really, it doesn't matter. It's going to be a, probably a blow off dynamite match or something, whoever wins. And then we move on. Cause that was just some way that we got them to, to be together. Cause how else were they going to explain them being in a tag team together? You know, they weren't going to go a best of seven and then find out they draw at the end and then make them a tag team because that's been done. So right had to do something else. So this was a good way to get random pairings together. Uh, all right. Well, we're moving on to a my favorite wrestler of all time, Chris Jericho. He has decided he is going to change, go back to his old self because he hinted towards that. He was wearing the... He was wearing a jacket similar to what he wore when he debuted in WWE, except for this one was a little bit cooler. Um, he did do the ever um, catchphrase again, so that was nice to hear. That's one of my favorites of his. I remember we were doing our top five catchphrases. That was up, I was up there with me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I popped for that. Then Don Callis came out, and I'm thinking, what the fuck is this guy doing? I could be into this, but I think we need to see a babyface Chris Jericho. Um, I think it's time. And I don't know where this is going. I know that Don Cows is associated with Takeshka and the Blackpool Combat Club, but is there is this a separate faction Don Cows is making? I, I I'm unsure what's happening. That's all. I I thought the direction that they were taking this was he's going to be replacing Brian Danielson in Blood and Guts. And so, because, you know, with him being injured, if he's not going to be cleared in time, because his injury, what it's supposed to be longer than when blood and guts will be. So I thought this was a way to bring him in because he is one of three people that's been in each of the blood and guts matches so far. So I could see them bringing him back in and putting him um, with, what is it? um, Moxley. Yeah, the combat club. Because yeah. isn't Omega, they've already got their fifth, right? And, uh, um, do they? They think they have their fifth, right? They keep hinting that they have their fifth. So they have a fifth. Okay, so and, after the show last night, Combat did Club say... had five, but then Danielson got hurt. So now I thought that's where this is going. I don't know that it's going any further than that. So let's. that's where I think they're trying to do is rather than just this would be better to, to have a little bit of a story. Now, if they know that Danielson can't come back, they're going to tie it in rather than, Hey, it's blood and guts. And we have a mystery partner. And then they hype up a mystery partner. And then he comes out and it's like, Oh, I mean, yeah, cool. It's Jericho, but it's just Jericho. Right. Cause we would criticize that. So this is a way to at least put a little story to it. He got approached by Callis. He kind of, you know, piqued his interest a little bit. So maybe this will be like a trial run and that way he could do it and then be done with him. And it wasn't for me, you know? Question. Later on the show, Sammy Guevara and Daniel Garcia were backstage. Are they tag team partners in this blind tag team tournament? Because Jericho's like, you're going to win this on your own. You don't need me out there. You know, I'm what? a baby face right. I think you're right. I think they are in it. I completely forgot about them. I did not. And because that reminded me of the Jericho where he's, I think, I don't think he's going to join the BCC or, or help them out. I think that he's turning babyface. I think this is time. I think this is the time where he actually turns babyface and he is on his own. And I don't think he's doing a thing. I don't think he's going to be a part of a faction anymore. I think this is Jericho's time to, to 
be cheered again and to be funny and to be his old self. I, I cannot wait for it because I hate this version. This is the worst. This might be the worst version of Jericho I've ever seen. Yeah, my JAS version. Yes, this is the it, worst Jericho I've ever seen. It was really, really good for like what a few weeks or a month. Like yeah. whenever they were, whenever the Vince jokes were just writing themselves, and then whenever Vince had to step away, it's like it it just killed that group. And but the thing is, Vince is still. Back. Yeah, but there's not all the jokes there that were. I don't know. I haven't heard as much of no. you know his stuff that he's doing, and all we hear is that he's ripping up the show and changing it, which is what he's always done. But all the like goofy, silly stuff that he used to always do, we're not hearing those things. So like, there's just no material for them right now because that was the whole baseline of their material. Is hey, whatever Vince does over there, we're gonna do just the same thing over here because yeah. it's ridiculous and it's borderline funny what he's doing. So we're going to just do it over here. And everyone's going to know what we're doing. Smart wrestling fans that watch both promotions are going to know what's up. And they're going to find it hilarious, which we did. And then and then it wasn't. Yeah, it was not. It, it got old really fast. We, anyway, I, you know what? The Jericho Appreciation Society is over, I believe. I think it's done. And gosh, I cannot be happier. Um, Daddy Magic and Parker Will Parker. I don't know what the fuck that guy's name is. They did not get elevated whatsoever. Jake Hager stayed the same. Sammy Guevara went down. Daniel Garcia went down. It was a Garcia, Garcia went up and then down. Yeah, he's well in the when you look at it, he went down. Like period, bottom line, he's where he was below where he was at before he joined the JAS. Yeah, but he got he, exposure. He we saw what he could be. I think for Sammy, it's only been down. There was no peak. Hager, like you said, straight line. He's just always that background loof, just kind of there. And then the other two, um, what was his daddy magic? He got elevated slightly, I feel like. Not a lot, but slightly. Like, because before then, we didn't know anything about him. We didn't care. But now he's goofy. He's super loud. Like, I don't know. I recognize him a little bit more. And then the other guy, Parker, whatever, the same. <laughs> yes. Okay. You know, we can and then, agree like I that. said, Garcia went up a little bit, but then yeah, back down. So, so the fu the funny thing about the JAS and me in general watching um, BTE catching up because you know I was behind for a long time. I still am behind, by the way. Um, I think I told you I didn't watch anything until I didn't watch the bra the all out version of BTE. Um, you know when they got suspended the whole fight. I watched that last night. I yeah. saw the, the forty minute episode of BTE before. During all out, like they they always do like a pay per view show and like they show their match and whatever talk about the match and what they're going to do and yada yada. It was so weird watching them prepare for this match and then knowing what happens afterwards. If you didn't know, you wouldn't know. But if you know and you watch it, you're like, God, they fucking hate CM Punk. No, it's just it's just plain as fucking day. They're talking, they're taking cheap shots at him, like you know, like. We don't like no fake people, blah, 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 blah. We're real professional wrestlers. We're not some blah, blah. I'm like, holy shit. Like, they're assholes too. But it is what it is. Um, and I'm not on Punk's side. Just want to let everyone know that. I'm not on Punk's side. <laughs> I just want to let everyone know that. But hey, the Bucks are not innocent in this is either. Neither is Kenny. Um, nothing really um, actually heated up until Kenny returned. So I want to let everyone know that. Because when Kenny returned his first episode on BTE, he talked about Punk non-fucking-stop. But did never said his name. Anyway, what were we talking about? Oh, we've been talking about Jericho and his uh, gimmick change coming up. 
What? Which way is he going? You Lost you want to see him as a baby face? Lost my train of thought. Lost my train of thought. Train but got the, a little derailed there. It, it always it always gets through. It might come back. It might come back. Um, it always comes back. Actually, it, it might be midnight. It'll come back. But it'll it'll be back. Uh, you know, it's not coming back. This guy Saturday night watching Collision. I'm done. That's it. I didn't. There's no look. I remember. So the first week was cool because it's the new show. You want to be. You want to watch it. First show live. It's good. Second show I heard it was taped. Zero interest of watching. Like that's taped. Whatever. I, when why would I watch that? Um. Uh. I heard some people say it's like two days after. Like so on a Thursday night, they're taping it. So two days I think. After. The, yeah, two days after. Um. Dynamite. So they Friday? would take. Maybe so it maybe, it's a, maybe it's a th- I don't know, but I I did say that I saw someone on Twitter going, I'm going to collision tonight. Um blah 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 blah. And someone's like, bro, it's not Saturday and it wasn't Wednesday. So it must have been Thursday. Either okay. way. Either way. Um someone said on Twitter, I'm going to collision tonight. And someone said, It's not Saturday, bro. And he goes, Yeah, it's a tape show. I'm just going to the tape show. So I don't know what day that was. But whatever the day that was, that's when it was taped. Um okay. but I don't I don't know when they're taping the shows normally. But so the second show got like 560,000 viewers. I'm like, oh, that's bad. That's really bad. That's like Rampage bad. Yeah, and then pretty much. This, this week, below 500,000. Um, one mil fill is no longer. <laughs> but I will give them this. Money in the Bank was at 3 o'clock. Money in the Bank was like four hours. Money in the Bank, we saw Roman Reigns being pinned for the first time in a very, very long time. Over, what, three and a half years, Roman Reigns was pinned for the first time? Yeah. We're done. I watched that. I'm like, okay, I don't need to see wrestling anymore. I already saw the pinnacle of what I can see today. There's nothing that could beat this. Um, It was a very good show. Money in the Bank was a very good show. The only thing that was wrong with it was LA Knight being super over and not winning the Money in the Bank briefcase. I was very upset with it. And they started the show with that. So I had a bad taste on my mouth the entire fucking show. Yeah. So good. Yeah, that's what I heard. It, it, you know, obviously I don't really watch, but I always keep up with stuff on Twitter. And that seemed like what everybody wanted was for him to win. And But so, we, we all knew if that's what everyone wanted, that's exactly what they were not going to do. Yep. I heard Vince. Oh my gosh, Logan Paul almost killed himself. Like it was a really good show. I'm sure you saw Logan Paul spot by now. Yes. Um, yep. But anyway, that show ended at what three, four, five, six, seven, six, six o'clock on the East Coast. I don't want to watch wrestling two hours later. Another two hour show. I'm done. I'm burnt out. That's what happened. I expect the show to go back up in ratings at least to the 700 or eh, 600,000 range. But man, it's hard when they have these Saturday shows like WWE does. And boom, collision. They're going to struggle those nights. They are going to struggle. That's all I'm saying. I don't blame this on anyone else besides the fact that most of the fans were watching Money in the Bank. So I'm, I'm looking right now, looking on Ticketmaster just to see what it said for when collision was. It looks like a lot of their upcoming shows, they're on Saturdays. It's just a little bit earlier in the day. Like six o'clock. Well, that's when they start because then they, they do. So apparently Collision, they use that to tape um, ROH before, I believe. Maybe I'm wrong, but I know they do some tape shows. Um, but it's saying that Collision starts at 6, and then by comparison, um, 
it's showing like our our dynamite episode it's showing is starting at seven so i wonder are they doing rampage beforehand they'll have dark matches every just, show has yeah dark matches. yeah just dark matches so if it's six o'clock and they're doing an hour of dark matches and then the show starts at seven that's still real close to because it'd be going on at eight i don't know so i don't know when it is i have no idea when they're actually doing <laughs> yeah. it. it's very confusing Nobody knows. Collision's a good concept, but nobody's watching wrestling on a Saturday night in the summertime. And college football's right around the corner, literally in two months. I mean, this is going to be a rough outing for them if they don't do anything quick. I know that they will never, at least I highly doubt anytime soon they would ever try and compete. But like I've been saying all along with Rampage, if they would put a show on Monday night, I would watch it. Yeah, we all would. I would watch it. You know, All 800,000 800, of us would watch it. Yeah, I would watch Monday night is a good night to watch wrestling. Tuesday's good. Wednesday's good. Thursday is okay until you start hitting football season. Mm-hmm. And then for me personally, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I'm just not watching wrestling. Now, granted, I know a lot of people watch SmackDown, but I personally am not watching it. SmackDown's been crushing the ratings. SmackDown's king of the ratings because of one reason, one reason only, Roman and the bloodline. That's it. If there was no Roman and the bloodline, it'd be nothing. Um, it's got to be that, but you got also think it's on Fox. It's on a regular TV station, not Chris, cable. They were bombing until the bloodline. They were bombing. Yeah. It was terrible. It was it was like really really bad until this bloodline thing happened. So I listen to a lot of podcasts and I read a lot of stuff, and they always do breakdowns of like the the you know like the, in the eight fifteen to eight thirty. This is what the ratings were. SmackDown ratings. The only people that boost their ratings like in the third hour or second hour is Friday Night Smackdown because that's when Roman's on and that's when people turn it on. That's the only yeah. wrestling show. Um, Dynamite will start with 900,000 and end with 500,000. That's the fact. Happens every week. Every week yeah. there's big, big, big numbers and by the main event, it's like 500,000. It's just a fact. Same thing for Raw. They start with this big number, then they go down because who's going to sit there and watch an entire show? It's hard to ask fans to do that. It really yeah. is, especially at 10 o'clock on a school night or a work night, however you want to call it. And then you got fucking girls matches. Like these matches suck. Tony, um, Roby Soho and Britt Baker snooze. Awful. Why? Why are we watching this? Why is this yeah. on every single time? Do something new. It sucks. It's the same women over and over. Yeah, it's the uh, the Riot Squad 2.0 at 9:30 every Wednesday night. It sucks. It's just bad television. Yeah, it, bad. it just really you know. And it's been how many years now in the women's division still feels like an afterthought. Sucks. Like it always just sucks. It always just seems like it's like, oh, oh shit. Yeah, it's 930. Uh you, you, and you go out there. We saw Thunder Rosa walk into Tony Khan's office about four months ago. The hell is she? She's still showing up for work? No. Do we know if she's on collision? She might be on collision. I didn't watch collision the last two weeks, so I don't know. Okay. That's where she was (laughs) supposed to be, is over there. She's Keep not. her away from Britt, ba- Britt Baker and everyone else. I heard Kevin Kelly still messed up. Andrade El Idolo. <laughs> he was on Botchamania <laughs> this week again. Oh, God. So, somebody, um, dude, you got to watch Botchamania. This the, because you don't notice it when Taz and Tony Schiavone, I, you don't, I know you don't, because I brought it up. But Chris, you hear Taz and Tony Schiavone going at it on um, Botchamania. They fucking write it out. You hear Taz clear as day telling t- Tony to shut up. Like, it's awesome anyway kevin kelly was like uh andrade he's like and then someone oh 
fucking mask guy. Um, Excalibur is like, oh, it seems like you bought a translator this week, huh? It's like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was good stuff. You got to watch Watchmania, man. You yeah. got to send me. You got to send me a link. If you send I me a send link, you the link, and you don't watch it. You you say you're gonna watch you it, don't watch link. it. I sent you a link to Botchmania the first time. The one send that it I saw this time. I'm I'm here by myself all weekend, so I will find time to watch it this weekend. I I look forward to these shows. They don't I, they don't put out weekly or they they put them out whenever it's ready. And whenever I get that alert, because I I have the push notifications on, I watch it immediately. It's fucking hilarious. No. All right. Um, last one, and then we're gonna head out of here. And this is AEW related, and I've heard a lot of people from Jim Cornette. From Jabronis online, Sean Ross Sap. Yeah, I see you, buddy. I see you. I had I got a burner. All right. Um, talking about why they're pushing this WrestleMania narrative now. Why? Why did John Cena? Nobody knew Cena was coming there. Not one person wasn't reported. The talent didn't know. Nobody knew John Cena was coming out. John Cena comes out, and I'm like, oh shit, he's about to have a match. He has knee pads on. He's got his jorts on. He's got his Hustle loyalty respect shirt on. I'm like, he's about to have a match. This is cool. I'm into this. First thing he says, we got to get WrestleMania to London. I'm like, the fuck is this? What is it? What is happening? And he's just like, you guys are the heart of this company. We got to get WrestleMania to London. And those guys in the back, they don't want to admit it. They don't want you. They want you to be quiet. But you need to be louder. And you want WrestleMania. I'm like, is this just a five-minute thing to screaming about WrestleMania? But then Grayson Waller comes out, some young talent that you never heard of, starts talking about why would we have it here? We um blah 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 blah. And then John Cena fu's him into the story. Now, why did this happen? A lot of people are saying because Tony Khan's having Wembley, and he sold seventy something thousand tickets, and nobody expected that. So petty ass Vince and petty ass Paul Levesque and petty ass um, the other con- Nick Khan. Want to blow them out of the water. Want to blow them out of the water. Why is it that in 20, 30 years, they never did this? They've never done it. They never said, we should have WrestleMania here. We should have WrestleMania here. It's always in a sunny location so people can have fun and have. Now all of a sudden they want to go to England? Now all of a sudden they want to go over there? All these people, the Jim Corn, everyone, they're not lying. This is what, this is a reality. Petty as shit. I mean, can you look? They're gonna blow them away. They'll do two nights. They'll sell one hundred and twenty thousand each night. They'll they'll blow AEW's right. Do you believe they're doing it just because of AEW? Oh yeah, I think that I think it at least has some motivation. Maybe they've been thinking about it. You know, because they did have the clash at the castle, right? That's not, Wrestle, that's not WrestleMania. No, no, no. That's a difference. But so I think they've kind of been at least testing the water pay-per-view maybe, but yeah, I definitely think they said, Oh, they're going over there. They're getting all this hype. Cause they're selling all this. Yeah. We're going to go there and we're going to put our best show there and we're going to crush your numbers and make it seem like nothing. Of course they want to crush it. They don't want competition. They don't <laughs> like competition. You know? And I, yeah, of course. But um, we're going to wrap it up right there. We got to wrap it up, Chris. We have to. So I have to go. Um, you can follow us on Twitter. Threads. Follow me on Threads. Um, Josh Kimmel, O-U-S, same as Twitter. Threads is a cooler spot. Look, Twitter is where the old people go. The Republicans, the your uncles, your grandpas, right? The cool, hip people, right? Threads. 
Now, if you want to go on Twitter and hang out with Chris, he's at RTW Chris. He's one of those people I just talked about. Republic. I don't know if you're Republic. Old Facebook still. You know, whatever your uncle. So I was about to say you just got me onto Twitter whenever <laughs> we started the show because you said Facebook was for boomers, and I finally made it to Twitter. And now you're telling me Twitter is for the boomers. I yeah, guess. thread threads is the way to go. Chris, download it. Meet me there. I got seven followers. I'm booming. I'm blowing up over there. <laughs> oh boy, threads. But um, yeah, that's it. We'll be back next week breaking down more AW content. Until next week, Chris, do you have any last words for our peoples? Um, I don't think I got anything this week. I normally do, but not this week. Man, Chris, that's disappointing.